0: Good morning. This is the morning slack with Jay Grace Elect.
1: Welcome, everybody. This is
0: the moment. This is the time.
1: This is where we
0: get it done. This is where we get the
1: real. Yeah, yeah, this is the moment. Religion without a personal encounter with Jesus Christ will not save the soul and it will not bring the peace that your soul longs for. Millions of searching for God through religion and not finding it. You've got to know Christ for yourself, and when you come to know Christ for yourself, there's a peace and a fulfillment, and life takes on a purpose, and there's a sense of forgiveness of your sins, and there's a joy unspeakable and full of glory.
0: Good. Anyone in server for the snackies? Anyone said they must have seen the snack? Don't go into like you're at lah. Two, two long on them. Galibilo. This is the Morning Snack Podcast with J. Grace Elect. Yes, it's another Friday. Beautiful, beautiful Friday. Ah, man. <laughs> uh, what a way to start a day. Okay. um, I have something that I would like to share with you guys. Um, You know, I have things that I'd like to share. But, you know, I feel like a lot of you will disagree with me. <laughs> in, in, in what I would say, but yeah, either way, things need to get out there. Things need uh, they need to get out there, and people need to know. Um, let me share about this, and then I'll, I'll get back to the thing that I wanted to share you guys with. Let me just share this with real quick with you. <clears throat> uh, it is web Uh guys. Uh, for sure, we all grow up hearing that people or adults or elders saying that rain is a blessing Hmm, it's a blessing i beg to differ rain is not a blessing because what i've come to learn is that ever since the day of adam all the way until the time of Noah. There's never been a rain, but plants were growing. It is not recorded in the Bible that during Adam's era, rain was there. It was raining and the plants were growing. No, 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 because there's water under the ground. God knew what He was doing. He knew what He was doing when He created the earth. But we all know that everything got into a disruptive uh, manner when, when uh, Adam fell from the grace. And everything changed from how God had, had intended it to be. So rain is not a blessing, people. When, if, if you, read, you read your Bible and you catch on, when did rain start pouring down? In the era of Noah. That's when rain started pouring down. And what was the reason for the rain to pour down, really? Was it to bless people? Or actually to destroy the world? Mm, I've given you something to think about. So rain, that's why you get it. Like, when it's raining, there's chaos, there's havoc. You get your tornadoes, you get your floods, your... What do you call this? tsunamis? Whenever there's rain, there has to be something damaged. Because rain, it was meant to destroy the world, but not to bless it. Let me leave it at that. Here's another thing. People were never meant to eat animals. God's intention for man was that man should eat only fruits. That's why he said... To adam, every tree in this garden you can eat he never said and the animals animals were made so that they can be companions of man to keep man company but they failed to do that so that's when god opted to give adam eve so why am i saying that we're not supposed to eat meat if then we were supposed to eat meat people wouldn't get things such as gout like getting sick from all of this meat and everything don't get me wrong everything that god created it is pure it is pure but it was never god's intention for us to eat animals we were supposed to live off fruits things that grow from the ground anyway did you guys hear that there's a new forceful strong variant that is happening, going down in South Africa, and then apparently the jab won't be able to stop it. The vaccine can't stand against it. So, why are we getting jabbed? Or oh, let me not say I. Ah. Okay. Why are people getting jabbed? Because me, I'm not, go- I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. So, anyway, I was just saying that in passing. Don't shoot me in the hat. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's meet in a second second for the word of God. Let's do this. We bring you courage, inspiration, motivation, topics to pique your brain. Artist and fan-based moment. The latest trends and news in the world. Spiritual intervention. Because we are the most. More- Welcome back, people. Welcome back. I hope I didn't leave you guys' heads spinning there with whatever I was saying in the, sec- in the first segment. But anyway, let me just to the word to you guys. I hope you guys are ready for this. Sit back and just relax. I'll be reading from the Book of the Reality, Steve-O. You are not his enemy. Through Christ's sacrifice, the Lord is now your friend. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26-27 is our opening scripture. It reads thus. To make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water, through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless <clears throat> when the lord jesus okay let's talk when the lord jesus returns is neither coming with a whip in his hands to scold you nor is he returning with loads of criticism about your shortcomings and lack of faith no the Bible tells us that Jesus is coming for his glorious church, one without blemish and flawless, before his eyes. You may say, is that possible? Absolutely. That's what his redemptive work was all about. Colossians chapter 1 verse 21 to 22 reads thus, uh, You used to be far from God. Your thoughts made you his enemies and you did evil things. But his son became a human and died. So God made peace with you, and now he lets you stand in his presence as people who are holy and faultless and innocent. Through the sacrifice of his own body as the sin payment on your behalf, you now dwell in his presence. You are no longer enemies with God. Read on, chapter, uh, on Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13 to 16. How comforting it is to know the true nature and character of our Heavenly Father. He brought us to Himself. James chapter one verse five, NIV says, He doesn't find faults. He doesn't blame you for anything. He doesn't count your sins against you. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse nineteen, you are free from all accusation. You've been justified. No wonder Paul got poetical in Romans chapter eight, verse thirty-three to thirty-four, saying, Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is he who condemns. It is Christ who died and, furthermore, is also risen. Then in verse 38 and 39, he, he, he climaxed, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Which is, is, which is in Christ, Jesus our Lord. Christ Jesus already died for you. He was condemned in your place. No one should condemn you anymore. Romans chapter, one, chapter 8 verse 1. Christ is your righteousness. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30. It doesn't matter who accuses you. You are holy, faultless, and guiltless before God because Jesus took responsibility for all your sins. Is the reason God doesn't charge you with wrong, any wrong? Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. You can go and read on 1 Thessalonians chapter three, verse thirteen, Amplified, and then Romans five verse eight to nine. And let us pray. Say, hey, dear Father, I thank you for the ultimate sacrifice by which I now stand justified in your presence. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm blamable. And irreprovable in your sight thank you for ushering me into this new life of righteousness where i reign and rule with christ forever in jesus name amen and then the act says spend some time to fellowship and talk to him like friends would do be sure to note down the things he tells you because god speaks to us each and every day if you know that you're not yet born again you haven't received the love of christ the life of Jesus into yourself please pray this prayer with me say oh Lord God I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ son of the living God I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead I believe he's alive today I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day through him and in his name I have eternal life I'm born again Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I'm now a child of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Congratulations to you. You are now part of the royalty of the monarch of the universe. Welcome to the family of Christ. Yes, you are now a child of God. Thank you very much, guys, for your ears. I appreciate each and every one of you. The time and the data you use. Yeah, and make sure that you share the, the Spotify um, link with your friends family and also the youtube link go in and subscribe let's grow the channel yeah so you guys will enjoy your day with love uh mercy and kindness from me have yourselves a fruitful wonderful day filled with blessings yeah i love you take care happy weekend
1: I'm not going to heaven because I've lived a good life. I'm not going to heaven because I've preached to great crowds of people. I'm going to heaven because of what Christ did on that cross. For by grace are ye saved, through faith, that not of yourselves, not of works, lest any man should boast. We're not going to heaven because we're good. We're not going to heaven because we work. We're not going to heaven because we pay. We're going to heaven because of what he did on the cross. And all I have to do is receive it. And it's so simple. This is the moldy snack with Jay Grace.